Welcome for a very special edition of Aphrodite Sprint's podcast. This is the Pose Catalyst event, a phenomenal event. AZD, my spiritual brother, joined me in Los Angeles. We had a spectacular weekend. I urge everybody listening to get the recording of Catalyst. And tonight we're preparing for the next event that's coming up in which through the teaching of Aphrodite, we are going to help you feel at ease with women, no matter how beautiful they might be, to eradicate once and for all the myth of a 10. Yes, there are certainly women whose beauty can be very impactful, pleasant to relish, pleasant to enjoy, pleasant to witness. And yet, it's imperative to thrive with the women you most desire, to know that it's only the shell. So the mistake is that most men, they are blinded by beauty. It's something we already know, you know, for the past two decades, I've always urged every guy that I coach to not put women on a pedestal. But it's an ongoing process. It takes time to come out of the hypnosis of the masses that had us treat beauty differently. And the key at a practical level for pickup and seduction, we cannot treat beauty differently. Oh, we got a little musical background here. If you just join and you got music playing in the background, I'm going to mute right now. Very good. So, uh, you're listening to Aphrodite Sprint's podcast. This is Vince Hollywood Kelvin, two decades of assisting men all around the globe and women to better their sex and love life and to know how to thrive at a level, which is a natural need we all have. When it's not met, we get weird, we get affected, you know, and even when we meet our needs, it's not easy to manage relationships long-term to uh, approach it however you want to approach it. So uh, we just finished the Catalyst event, which was absolutely phenomenal. If you didn't get the recordings yet, there will be a brief window of opportunity to jump on them. It's an absolute must. AZD was there with his four girlfriends. I was there with my girlfriend. We did some on-the-street stuff. It was absolutely phenomenal. But I'm preparing for the next topic, which is to eradicate the myth of tense. Be honest. It's always a great starting point. You desire women that you're not sure you can get. And even a guy who is, according to the standard, which is absolutely bullshit, very good looking and so on, begins to treat beauty differently. And that's not fair to you. You're basically teasing yourself. We've, we've witnessed guys who don't really dive in and don't really get it drag themselves to one, two, three, five, ten years of doing okay but not feeling at ease with beauty. So the teaching of Aphrodite, the symbol of goddess Aphrodite, is a shell which could be understood in many ways, but the deeper understanding of her teaching is to don't be blinded by beauty. Address the human being. So there's three core pillars to begin to 
thrive with tens. The first one, you need to have a better understanding of masculine appeal. Forgive my accent. I said it a little funny right there. But we tend to think, us men, that women are seeking and paying attention to the same thing that we are seeking. And that is not what turns them on the most. So we got to understand how to boost your appeal as a man. Sure, you should be well-groomed and present yourself at your best, including fitness and fashion. But it goes beyond that. It goes about your internal sense of self. The second key pillar, and I'm happy to address them when we'll take questions in just a moment. Okay? I'm thrilled about the topic because I've seen too many of my brothers struggle with that. You know? And myself, it took me too long, too long to really eradicate completely that overinvestment in beauty. And the second pillar is to begin to, yes, witness the beauty, know that you like beauty, but to understand that it's only the shell, to be able to see beyond it, to no longer be hypnotized by it. And that's quite a task right there. That's quite an assignment. It's ongoing. And the third pillar is that of learning how to address the human being because you differentiate yourself so much when you address the human being. Whether, you know, through the years, some have recommended negging, some have uh, recommending ignoring, some have recommended just be more indirect, be very direct, the more beautiful they are. But all of that revolves around a core idea that I'm bringing now to the surface, which is address the fucking human being and know you are addressing the human being and dehypnotize yourself from the sensations that are an illusion that begin to occur within when you are looking at beauty. And if you're really honest, you could even experiment and find yourself just feeling fairly at ease, fairly relaxed, you know, kind of normal and so on. And then you see beauty on a billboard or a magazine and pay attention to the subtle shifts in your energy field. Initially, when I did that as a experiment, I noticed that underneath my skin, underneath my cheeks, something would shift. I was less at ease. And for many the only solution they have found to finally getting the women that they're dreaming about was to, to push, you know, to, to push. But the problem is that even if you better beauty one night and you don't have the proper mindset within, that's probably going to traumatize you in the long run more than anything, unless it's a one-night stand. And there's nothing worse than being with a beauty and doubting yourself in your own head as you're in bed with her, and it's guaranteed that it's not going to lead to much more 
afterwards. So uh, that's my new project. I want to bring that gift. I want to help at all possible levels using all resources of hypnosis that I know and also the mechanics and that spiritual element that comes through the teachings of Aphrodite, which has expedited, you know, I genuinely can say that I, I'm finally free of the illusion of beauty. I see a human being. And when you talk to beauty and you are not fooled by the shell, because the shell is just the shell, the internal experience is completely different. And there's, there's also the little things that are, are learned. You know, if a guy is like very well built, and wherever he fucking goes, he notices that people shy off a little bit and uh, not many other dudes are going to give him shit. After a while, he will madly here and there take advantage of it. But don't be fooled by it. He's still a human being within. So sure, you know, initially maybe a 10 has learned a couple little things she can do, get away with. And she's a touch abusing her beauty. But that's such a little fragment if you compare it with what's going on within her. And the best way to start to address beauty as a human being is to witness your own manifestations at the time. If you're in field, observe how often you fluctuate, your feelings, your thoughts, uh, little fears that come up, remembering yesterday, how you relate with the crowd, with places and so on. And make no mistake, they are experiencing the exact same thing. So this week, we focus on that. If you're a member of the monthly program, Aphrodite Sprint, that's going to be our main topic this week. Uh, I'm doing an event also this weekend that will include several meditations, and meditation is, is a big word because what I do is a blend of hypnosis, magic, meditation, through the guidance of Aphrodite to really help you feel at ease. Many have reported that even some of my older recordings like uh, flow freely in field or approach naturally, up to this day are still very impactful and they're listening. So we're going to top it with a whole new series of recordings to feel completely at ease and no longer be blinded by beauty. This is a wonderful time for me to open the floor for questions, clarification, requests. Uh, we need to interact. Since we're here talking about interacting, being social, uh, let us interact right now. So whomever is going to voice something first, you know, you're not limited to uh, sometimes you may think I don't have a question, but you can give me a direction. Uh, you can give me a sense of what's of interest to you. And this way we elevate the quality of this week's podcast. So I'll be patient. Uh, some of you are muted. If you need to unmute, you press star six and then ask your question. So, Hello, Vince. Yes. Hello? Yeah, yeah Vince, we can hear you. David, good evening. Good evening, David. How are you? Your dedication good, is good. remarkable. I almost Sorry, feel like we live together at this point. <laughs> I'm really, yeah, I'm working on just continuing to stay focused. So I wanted to basically bring, follow up on what you just mentioned. So last night you discussed how you want to actually focus on no longer assessing what some, whether something's happening or not. So when you're talking to a girl, you're just talking to the girl, keeping it at that. 
um, not trying to explain why she's not doing this, not responding, not judging that. So when you contrast that with what you just mentioned, which was staying observant at the same time, like witnessing your own manifestations at the time, observing your own fluctuations and fears, how do you contrast that? With okay, let's yeah. let's clarify a couple things. Okay, you bring the topic of last night, which uh, you're a member of our most elite group, Army of Aphrodite, which is not advertised. It's only uh, based on uh, uh, what uh, invites. Okay, uh, so what was referred to yesterday is simple. There's first wanting to explain what is happening, not so much as, okay, there's like 10 people that are entering the nightclub now, but more like the pollution that is fear-based that we add, you know, where, for example, I could say a girl is wearing a red dress. And if indeed she's wearing a red dress, then I would be accurate, okay? Then I could say, oh, girls who wear red tend to be nasty. That would be an opinion. So what you want to do is remove all the false assessments. For that, it's recommended to avoid constantly trying to make a little comment. It's getting really loud on the line. So if uh, some of you guys can, can unmute I got a 832 that I'm muting, 773 and 530. And you can unmute yourself by pressing 6. Thank you. Star 6. Okay, so simple. Let's keep it simple. There's a tendency to pollute by adding opinion based on fear of something that may happen or recall of prior experiences. Okay? So there, for example, a girl laughs in the distance and the guy thinks that she's laughing at him. So he's projecting his own insecurities. Another one is a girl does not respond, and the guy thinks, oh, man, it didn't work, when in fact the girl was a little perplexed and didn't know how to handle it, and it's a girl that could take some training to learn how to be more social. Okay? So that's what I was talking about yesterday. Then, if you remember well, one of the pillars was to learn how to strategize. My experience has been over two decades of walking the streets and going to nightclubs with guys and coaching them. It's almost like an addiction of always wanting to say, it's going good or it's not going well. And it's not based on actual facts that will help you to better direct the interaction. We bring that back eventually, but more through the accumulation of your skills and the strengthening of your mindset. So it happens Automatically. Let me give you one final analogy, and then we'll move on to the next question. Okay? After a while, you know how to drive, so you don't have to constantly monitor, are there any cars coming? There's no car coming. Oh, my God, there's a car coming. What if that car doesn't move? That car isn't moving. Okay? So, but that is the byproduct of the fact that you have been doing it so often. Your mind knows exactly how to pay attention to what things how, when, for what reason to produce a result. 
as if a person is just getting in a car. They have all those false assumptions and little concerns the first few times they do it. So we want to eradicate, especially the one where guys go, oh, she's staying, it's going good. Because if you remember the last time you did that, anybody listening, okay, I bet you that the last time you found yourself in a conversation with a girl or a group of girls, and in your mind you thought, oh, wow, this is going good. What happened right after that? They excused themselves. Some guy came in, started to talk, and you didn't anticipate that. So let go of wanting to overly control and learn how to properly direct to keep it simple. Also, what I was saying tonight, you got to watch out how you hear things. Don't generalize. What I was suggesting is for a brief moment, just as an experiment, not even as part of your interaction or the results you produce, as an experiment, pay attention randomly throughout the day to you and what it's like to be a human being. I'm doing it right now, okay? And I'm going to sip of a beverage that's in my hand, but I don't want to interrupt my train of, of thought. So I keep on thinking, like, take a sip, not now. I need to stretch, and I feel discomfort on the left side of my, my body. So here and there, I come back to it. I'm kind of paying attention to your question, recalling last night. So there's so much going on at any given time. So the goal of this little exercise is to realize, wait a minute. If I am experiencing those little shifts, that may not be bad, but it's just like this constant internal feedback and so on then that means that no matter how beautiful they are, they're going through something similar. Because we fantasize that she had a perfect day, a perfect upbringing, she has a perfect understanding of what makes a perfect man, and she's running through this evening in a perfect way. And then we address her, and if she doesn't respond the way we wanted, we think we did something wrong. And we, because we contrast with her beauty, so if it's an ugly chick, it doesn't matter that much. But the more beautiful they are, the more we tend to assess how great we are or not. And we can't do that anymore because it's delusion. It's an illusion. It's not real. It's not what's really happening. So then, to progress forward before our next question, the dynamic would be this, okay? Would be to step one. I'm going to give you a step-by-step glimpse of what we'll elaborate on throughout this entire week. Nothing changes until we accept it, but not accept it as final and fatal, but accept that that is how it currently is. And now we can evolve from there. If we resist it, deny it, ignore it, even if we defy it, we're still not with it so we can go to the next 
location afterwards, the next level. So step one is to recognize that maybe not all the time, maybe it depends on the candidate, but frequent are those moments when the challenge is not that you don't want the woman, it's that you're not sure you can get her. And you're not sure you can get her in the wrong direction. Not in the direction where if right now we wanted to hire people to work, provide people with jobs, not the entire population of the planet would meet the requirement. On the contrary, few would. So we don't fear that it may not work because they're not capable, and I shouldn't use the word fear for that, we are concerned that it's because we are not capable, that we are not enough, that she's going to not like us. Okay? So step one, admit that indeed quite often the core challenge is you want, but you're not sure that you can get. Then step two, embark on a journey, the journey of better understanding the true nature of masculinity and how it relates to the feminine and what the feminine is really attracted to. Because there we confuse. We keep on thinking that they're looking for the same thing than us. Which, in fact, the most attractive, it's not confidence. It's beyond confidence. It's self-acceptance. This is me. The way I am how I am, and I don't see something wrong with it. And I'm also intelligent and uh, humble enough to know that I can admit that, yeah, uh, uh, maybe uh, I'm at peace with everything, and I'm also even willing to not try to pretend to be a perfect human being, okay? Because I'm just a human like everybody else. That is a process. It takes time. It takes time to grow into it to realize that the more you own you, the more you are totally at peace with you. The message from Aphrodite in this podcast, it's not what the girl says to you. It's what you say to you about what the girl said to you. If the girl goes like, well, aren't you a bit out of your league? And you're message to yourself is like, yeah, she's right, then you're fucking yourself over. If instead you go like, that might be your opinion, but just by saying that, she's out of my league. I'm out of her league because I don't appreciate people like that. So it's about your relationship with you. The more solid it is. Ultimately, it's an ideal. We may one day meet that. I'm always open, but I also like to be genuine about things. But ideally would be that it doesn't matter who the, the other person is, if they dil- dislike you, it's their choice. And it doesn't matter because you do not dislike yourself. So then you would be immune to beauty and you would be free to address beauty freely. The third one is to begin to no longer be blinded by beauty, 
to be more interested about the person within. And that's not a new concept. In the early days of seduction, there was like kind of a little routine where you would go like, hmm, you know, beauty is common, but what I'm curious about is the person on the inside. So there, that was a door, but you got to enter that door until to you, you are really fully, truly aware that she didn't create her own face and body. And then it may even lead you towards paying attention to the ways in which she's kind of neglecting it, that she could do better with what she was given, or is she appreciating it? Because part of understanding that she's a human, you'd be surprised. Often beauty is a little bit of a curse, because the closer they are to what the world sees as perfect, a perfect 10, the more it kind of sucks, but it's, it's almost like being number two at a race. You could have won, but fuck, there's something above you. So they often obsess. I've seen girls that you would look at them and you would think, oh my God, she's so perfect. And then in private, I've seen them in front of the mirror kind of masking the top of their nose with their finger. And I'd be, what are you doing? Trying to pick your fucking nose? And they'd be like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to make my nose more flat like that. And you'd be looking at her nose and you'd be like, first, I'm not looking at your nose. I'm looking at the rest of your body. And second, I think your nose is perfect. That's why a lot of imbeciles, they will, when a girl is slightly insecure, tell her, no, 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 you're beautiful. What they should do is to understand that to you, she appears beautiful, but the human within could be completely different. They could have way lower self-esteem than you, or they could be way harder than you on themselves, or they could be uncomfortable with it. Were you ever, everybody listening, in a situation where you got acknowledged a little stronger than normally, and you were not prepared for it. You got public acknowledgement. I'm sure there has had to be a time in your life where suddenly somebody said, oh, by the way, uh, he did this and that. And you didn't really know how to take it, especially early in life. I remember times when, uh, oh, well, here's a silly time. Suddenly, my mom is there with a couple of her friends, and that day, we got some new pants for me. And she goes, yeah, we got him some new pants. Come show your new pants. And I was a little bit overly proud. I could feel some manifestations of unease underneath my face, and I didn't really know what was I supposed to do. Today, I would do like a pretend fashion show. I would laugh, and I would not care. So remember... Moments in your life where publicly you were acknowledged or maybe at work you were praised and you were a little uncomfortable. That was a little too much. Or maybe the person overly publicly praised you or they gave you the grand introduction and you you felt like, oh, shit, uh, that's more than I can handle now. What if beauty is like that? What if beauty is a tough burden to carry through the world? Okay? So then the fourth pillar is to address there, it's an exercise, so I'm not saying do that all the time, but a great exercise would be to go back and forth between addressing someone that really feels to you, yeah, that's just a human, a little old lady, or, uh, and, and notice how you are talking to the human, 
and then do your best to replicate that when you're in the presence of beauty. Yesterday, with a dear friend of mine, uh, one of our head trainers of seduction coaching, we went to Adult Con, the adult uh, convention. We got there just before they packed because I had VIP gold passes. I was going to go with AZD, but so much happened. We often do that. We, we aim to go somewhere, but so much happens along the way that we never make it there. But, you know, I had the passes, so I wanted to check it out. And when we get there, suddenly I'm observing the dynamic at first. You always kind of just observe a little bit. But again, to not confuse you, uh, there's different levels, okay? Like uh, in sports, you first have to build endurance. Um, and if you come in overweight for competition, then you need to lose the weight first. So it's important when you do pick up before you strategize and assess because it will be off. It will be polluted by the false frame of dating and all your prior references. And if they were so superb, then you, you would be thriving naturally. So we know they are not valid. So at first you need to trim the mental, emotional fat and refrain from constantly wanting to assess. Okay? It's also too early. Uh, if a guy is in field, those guys, who ju- they just do an interaction, then they come back to their wing and they go, how did it go, man? Well, she was like this, she was like that. And so, it's like, that's bullshit. That'd be like being at the gym, doing th- one rep with the weights and then putting them down and talking for 10 minutes about what you just did. No, pick up the weight again. Next, 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 next. Okay? So suddenly I noticed that the Salvation Army has a booth there. The rest is like dildos and this and that, crazy things. It's pretty funny, actually. Uh, a psychic, but the Salvation Army is there. And those two little old ladies, very interesting human beings, it intrigues me. I go, why would the Salvation Army be at an adult convention? So it was to raise awareness about a, a very sad, sad fact in the world, which is uh, not, not sad. It's, it's awful, awful and help them raise awareness, by the way, which is known as human trafficking. Okay? I met a gentleman who made a movie about it, and in his country, it's possible that one day a guy comes home and uh, the, his family tells him, like, uh, they took your cousin today. We, so that's, can you imagine? Suddenly, you, you, come, you come home and you, you're being told that they took your sister, they took so. It's absolutely awful. So they were there, they were passing little buttons, and... It was very refreshing to address the human being. So then that's a good example of taking that into those interactions with what other people call a 10. The beginning of your clarification should be the shell looks quite lovely. I don't know about the human being, but I, I am one and I've interacted with enough to know what a beautiful mess we really are and how uneasy it is to manage our thinking. It's not an easy task to manage our thinking, especially for people who don't take steps towards making that better. So you have an edge. I don't want to give you all the 10 secrets, and those are not even part of the secrets of Aphrodite to uh, feel super at ease with 10s. But one of them is, bear with me, nine in my beverage. And we're about to take more questions. So one of them is to focus, and that's a powerful principle of influence in general. 
You know, one thing that I have observed is when you're strong socially, a lot of people will follow your lead. We've all witnessed that, you know. Suddenly, were you ever with someone and they're super playful and funny? So now you try to be super playful and funny. And then somebody has a more um, serious tone. Whomever is leading, people tend to want to follow. And I have many friends who are comedians, and they say it sucks to be a comedian because the moment you tell people that you're a comedian, they try to fucking be funny with you. And maybe that day you don't feel funny, and that, that's, that's your job, you know? So, uh, so a lot of that starts to, to happen where people try to match you, which is stupid because you don't want to match someone or try to match someone or think you should match someone with their strength. So there, too often, guys try to be super cool with a 10 because they're trying to match the coolness that they're witnessing from the beauty that she's radiating. And it's always easier to dress a beautiful body, you know. It's even funny. Some bodies are so beautiful that if you, you, you put, like, a trash bag on it, you'd be like, oh, my God, this trash bag looks so good on you. So don't make that mistake. Don't try to be more cool than her. That's what every guy will do. Don't try to pretend that you are beautiful like her. It doesn't fucking matter. Beauty is much greater than just the appearance of the flesh. It's hard to maintain beauty, the effort. It costs money to maintain beauty. And it's nothing special for the person who has it except a couple of favors that oftentimes could fuck her over. Beauties become very, very lazy. Beauties are unlikely unless they truly reach rock bottom to check in with themselves and venture on a spiritual quest. The majority of them, okay? It's like all those people who are fairly talented in high school, a lot of Athletes that are pretty good in high school or those who do well in school, after that, they sometimes, not everybody, don't go too far because they never had to face themselves in the mirror and go, what a fuck, this needs to change. So the simple fact that at some point you decided, no, no more. My, my experience with women has to change. It gives you a tremendous edge that she's never encountered so right there, be wise and notice where she may lack. It might be in self-esteem. It might be in self-awareness. It might be in ingeniosity. Nothing is more funny. Me, one thing I love to do is to destabilize a beauty or people in, in general by going strong where they are not, where they are lacking. I'll give you the most common example that you have witnessed in your life. Sometimes they do it accidentally. Sometimes they do it purposely, and sometimes they just do it to show off, or sometimes it's just the way they think. Were you ever talking to an attorney, and they toss at you so much jargon you have no clue, but you feel a little less educated? You know, people of great education who are very uh, well-spoken, that, that's, that's a powerful way to influence others and cause them to look up to you. You toss at them a lot of what they don't have and they don't get. 
So one powerful attribute with a 10 is to know. That I've learned it when I was teaching improvisation at colleges. I taught improvisation for several years at several colleges in the Los Angeles area. And um, I had groups that were fairly significant, 20 to 40 people at night. Some, some nights, two groups, pretty much every night a different group. So it was not uncommon that maybe out of 40, there were like four or five girls that were really beautiful and so on. But the overall bracket of people who would show up, some were well-achieved, like I met some of the highly ranked people in, uh, at the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. That's how I got the gig to, to, to teach them public speaking. Um, the, my, my realization was that it didn't matter how beautiful, how educated, how this, how that people came to the improvisation class where the moment they were asked or they were exposed to something that was outside of what they knew themselves capable of doing, they shrunk like shy little children. So there's plenty ways. I'm excited about the topic. I think it's time to pass it back to you before the end for a couple more questions. Who's next? Thank you for allowing me to have a catch question. up with Thanks. my... Yes. Yeah, Please, go for it. Ball. Uh, Solomon, right now. So, okay. Okay, so, so Vince, with these two voices, uh, we take it, the first one your first. Time. You can go. Okay. No, no, no. At a social level, don't say you can go, just so you know. Okay? Politeness should not be exercised at a social level unless it serves your seduction. So that's the place where you got to be alpha. You, you, you first, you go. Just, just as a side note, we don't have to wrestle any longer with who's going to go. So make that note. Meanwhile, what question do you have? So, Vince, going back to what you were saying about, you know, like not putting them on a pedestal and stuff like that, I have a, I have a situation right now where, you know, this girl, I was kind of like, we're kind of like seeing sort of each other, but she just texted me that she wants to kind of stop everything. Um, I know that, you know, like, uh, there's, there's ways that usually, you know, and we get attached or stuff like that. Um, and then you can't change whether, whatever they're thinking and stuff like that. You can't control that. Um, mm. and it's like, uh, you know, through my thoughts, it kind of affected me when, when I heard that. So, I want to go out there and, you know, find maybe two or three girls that I want to go out and just explore at the moment. So how do you, yeah, how do you get from um, that little, little kind of like, I don't know, like... Okay, so pause for a second. I'm going to help you. you. Yeah. Pause for a second. Let, let me help you because there's a point of clarification that is absolutely essential right there. My motto mm -hmm. has always been... Uh, my seduction starts where other people's seduction will end. First and foremost, you're processing it the wrong way. You're free mm -hmm. to say, I'm done with that girl. That's your choice. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's the yeah. best thing to do. We don't know. We don't know. What mm -hmm. you have to know is that women will do that. That's part of how the seduction works. 
Some people call it a shit test. I don't like the, the nominalization of a shit test. I'm going to tell you why. Because they do it mm-hmm. more unconsciously. There, when I, personally, when I hear shit test, it presupposes too much plotting. Almost like we're playing chess and suddenly the girl goes, let me shit test him right now. And no, they don't have that power. They, they don't even know they're fucking doing it. Okay? First, it's their own inner turmoil because the feminine is very ambivalent. So you, you have to know that if you want to sexualize and seduce like never before, you got to start to play with the fact uh-huh. that there will be a polarity shift. So you need to address the polarity. That's why so much of my game either pre-addresses it so I take them to the polarity to trigger its opposite. Okay? A woman will be, should I, should I not? A guy goes like, I want that. Okay? That's why the vagina spreads and the penis points. So us, we one point. I want that girl. I don't want her. Why is she doing this? It's one thing. Women, it's like a back and forth. Okay? Almost like a pendulum. So you pre-handle it sometimes. That's why if a girl is about to come to your place, the moment she arrives, you go, you look lovely. I'm so happy to see you. But let me tell you, though, let's not do anything that we're not comfortable doing. So now you're taking her into the polarity, the side of it, of like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't. I don't know. So automatically, what is she going to do? She's going to swing the other way. That explains why, how often you get a text from a girl. She wants to see you. You think that's on. And then she procrastinates texting you back, or then she ends up canceling and so on. So know it in advance. It's not abnormal. And learn how to start to really play with it. Okay? Play with it. So the, the sequence, the steps right there. Okay? Little system. Um, I'm attuning to Aphrodite's teaching. Now, one, it's not abnormal. So expect it, gentlemen. Let's say during the next, this week, you meet a girl and it goes forward and you either planning on seeing each other or you are sleeping with each other. Guaranteed, the law of three, sometimes three days, three dates, three texts, and it could be four, but overall three, three weeks, three months, she's going to flip, she's going to go the other direction, okay? Now, that's step one. So you got to understand, it's not abnormal. You're too isolated. The benefit of having helped so many other wonderful gentlemen all around the planet got me to realize, wait a minute, I used to think that it was uncommon in my early days, doing it by myself. A girl would tell me, would tell me I don't think we should see each other again or anymore. I would take it literally. But then I started to go, no. That's where the seduction begins. That's when the feminine is saying, like, I'm a woman. I'm indecisive. I don't really know what to do with what we got here. I like it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be texting you. You know how girls are. If they don't want anything, they don't say anything. As men, I personally would feel very uncomfortable to just not, to just not even acknowledge, you know, I would be the one initially would send a little polite text saying, hey, uh, um, let's say I would go on a, 
um, a date with a girl and I didn't want to see her again. I would want to inform her. Well, some girls, they don't even want to inform. So that means that there's something there. So step two is to understand uh, She's telling you one thing. She's saying, seduce me the proper fucking way. Be the man. Now, part of being the man is you could also say, you know what? She does that too often to my taste. But here's the distinction. Knowing that it, you dislike it because it's happening too often or the way she's doing it or you, you are ready for other girls, Versus thinking that she's really saying that to you. I could teach you then step three would be to start to play with it. Okay? So the best way, this is 2019 at the time of the recording. The best way when you are in an interaction from the very get-go, unless it's a 30-second number close, which I specialize in, okay? But from the get-go, Bring it up to her. Playfully. You go, so, so I will wait. You call, you call, you're fun. But here's the question, okay? So I foresee, like, you know, girls, they always do that. Like, you and I, we're going we, to start to have fun together. And then you're going to be like, oh, what, what type are you? The type who's going to say, oh, I don't know if we can continue to see each other. Or are you going to be the type who's going to be, oh, let's just be friends? By doing this from the get-go, you're also setting up the frame that, you are a lover. You are a potent, uh, you're a sexual suitor. You're not a friend. So you got to voice it early on. And then you're in recovery right now. In recovery, you could say, of course, you're a girl. You're not sure. Hey, you know, if you ask me, and then tell her. If you, say, if you ask me, I mean, unless you continue to debate, personally, I think that, you know, we could see where this goes. Uh, another option is to tell them, like, sure, but let, let's, let's quickly talk over it over a cup of coffee. It's also oftentimes the byproduct of having been too hesitant from the get-go. And know that what I'm presenting tonight and this week, this topic, is, is at the very core. Because why would you go a little slower why would you come across a little too hesitant? Because you're concerned that she may not go for it. Where is that concern the strongest? You're not concerned if, let's say, you see like a disaster. Like yesterday, I had zero concern. It didn't even occur in my mind. If those ladies from the Salvation Army, okay, who both were fairly overweight, at least in their 60s, wearing glasses, short silver hair with a touch of blonde on them, very pleasant, well put together. If, any, if either one of them said, no, we don't want you at our booth, or uh, uh, we discussed it that uh, you, you are uh, uh, here to pick up women, that would have, I would have bursted into laughter. And you the same. So it, it comes stronger the more beautiful they are. So we need to unplug that. That's my goal for you guys. This week, this month, some will get the resources afterwards. You need to unplug that, okay? And for you, watch out. We had an interesting observation. There's a new gentleman that came this weekend, and he showed up. He was strong. 
It was like, oh my God, Vince Calvin cannot wait to, m- to meet AZD, well-dressed, strong. You know, if I had met him elsewhere, I would have been like, yeah, I like this guy. Suddenly, he brings up what some would call his sticking point. A witness in front of me that his delivery is shrinking. The same guy who was like, hey, Vince. And oftentimes, people get a little weird when they see me. They either look or, or they don't say something or they're shy, which they shouldn't. They shouldn't. I think this is silly. But if that's what they want to do, who knows? And I can understand it because I, you know, I remember the first time I turned around and shook Tony Robbins' hand. I was a little like, hi, Tony. But he was not that. So it was even more flagrant to me that because he was talking about a sticking point, his entire demeanor went down. He felt like very powerless. So what's the lesson in it for you guys? Know that where you don't know, the first thing you can do is bring a little strength and resolution. So right now you're going, yeah, there's that girl, blah, blah. And uh, how do you bring two, three girls? Well, the starting point is always like, it's important for me. I'm going to make that happen. And then enter stronger. Progress has different patterns. For some people, progress is, what, what do most people say? If, if you ask the general public out there, you say, how have things been for you? Many people, they go, oh, you know, it's up and down. So they go up a little bit and they go back down. It's because they're not, they're not turning it into a research. They're just going with whatever they have. We're different here. We're different breed. And yet, what I witnessed happened to me initially was going in a circle. You guys ever felt that? You feel you're making headways. You feel you're making headways. And then you're like, oh, shit, how did I end up being here again? You got to take that circle, which is inevitable. It's like the cycles of the moon, the cycles of the season. You will find yourself in life at places that you need to revisit. But the problem is that for most, it turns into a downward spiral because as they hit that same spot again, let's say you were with a girl for some time and now you're not with that girl anymore, they re-enter a little weakened. They re-enter a little disenchanted. They re-enter less open-minded and they re-enter with a new dent and a new fucking story And by now, each time you have a new story of, yeah, what happened, my problem is, it makes the weight of that even stronger and it makes it more valid. So the secret is to turn it into an upward spiral when right now you're again at that place of uh, infinite option. You just don't know when, what next go will be there. And you you, you got to enter it stronger. Each new time, even if, like, let's say you call every Monday, each new Monday, wherever we find you, dust yourself off a little bit and re-enter with more enthusiasm. Everybody, I don't know when you started the journey, your own journey of uh, studying seduction, wanting to have better game, improving your game. And by now, you know also uh, we are 
offering full spectrum, meaning spirituality and the advice is so solid and my background is as a success coach. So don't just be limited to seeing pictures of me kissing girls and you think that's all I do. We're here and don't only do that. We're here to grow in every possible direction because it all will boost your attraction. We're not those guys who say like, oh, you know, what you just got to do is be about your life and never mind women. That's a silly imbalance, okay? It's like, oh, what you got, you called and you go, well, what you got to do is put on a jacket, but you take off your shoes. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah, do put on the jacket. Do refine every aspect of your life so wherever you go, you feel, that's my life, I feel good. Of course, the appeal that you have towards women will grow, and most of all, your awareness of the appeal that you have will be strengthened, so it's going to give you a little edge, and they will hear and feel that edge, okay? And the stronger that grows, the more they'll know this man has gone through a lot. So right now, everybody, let's do the following exercise. When did you enter this thing? Some may say three years ago, five, ten years ago, I'm a newbie, or I've been on and off. Now, here's the next question. Are you today, in this very moment, as you hear the recording or as we're creating this recording right now, more excited about this and the possibility that it brings to you than you ever were before? The answer must be yes. And if it's no, you need to reboot because you're not heading up, you're heading down, and you're going to have more of what you don't want and less of what you want. Are you more open-minded also? Are you more teachable? You know, it's sometimes... Uh, one of the, I don't like the word frustration, but sometimes it frustrates me, not for me, but for the person that I want to assist. There's plenty of guys, they come to this thing and they go, help me, I want this, I want that. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll do the whole thing. Oh, I'm going to call every day. But they are so unteachable. You cannot finish your own sentence of one bit of information without them contrasting it with 10 other things, saying no, saying yes, fearing not this, not that. I'm afraid I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. Help me. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. No. So are you today more open-minded, receptive, willing to learn new things, to do things differently, to think differently, to try things? You're not going to explode if you try something that's different. You could always later on say, wow, I tried it. You know, that's the fully self-assured man. If you want to be more self-assured, be a little more willing to intelligently experiment with things, knowing that you're not a na naive child that could be misled and forget yourself in it. You're not. You're solid enough to try something. Uh, so are you also more dedicated, like you want it, you want it bad? And I could go to an entire list of all those sub-qualities that must constantly grow. So, the person asking the question before, your answer is simple. Okay? With that girl, that's normal. And know, everybody listening, know that whatever girl you are with, at some point, sooner or later, they're going to get a little ambivalent. And the ambivalence may go in many directions. Maybe it's you who will present something, and they will be like... Oh, but I don't know how we can do that. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. Okay? So don't be fooled by the ambivalence. It's part of how the feminine works. It's a request for you to tap into your masculinity. The masculinity, the sun. You're shining, your own inner sun. Okay? She goes like, oh, I don't even get that. You go, baby. <laughs> 
the things you say. You're a little bit concerned. And explain simply. It's always one thing. They want to make sure they're going to be okay. You're sweetheart. I hear you. At the same time, it's simple. Keep it simple. You're just a little bit concerned. You want to make sure it's going to be okay. And then point out some truth. You go, otherwise, you wouldn't be, you, you, if you really didn't want to know me at all, ever, then you wouldn't even bother texting me. So yeah, maybe part of you is not sure and do part therapy. You go part of you, maybe this and that and the other part and you are the sun. So you're not gravitating around the other planet. If in that moment you go, no, you don't understand and you never listen to me, okay, you stay masculine and you begin to notice it as a red flag, an indication that after all, you will be better off without her. And if you are better off without her, Think about it. What's the proper frame of mind? If suddenly you realize, oh, I'm better off now, should you be less excited or more excited? You must be more excited. So you should rejoice almost like you had something in your shoe and finally you take off your shoe and go, oh, that little rock, that's what was, was unpleasant. Toss it away. You're free. And then enter with some soul, heart, guts, and balls. Any person that starts with like, well, you know that girl, that's part of the problem. That is not who you are. If you treated every matter of your life like that, you would be, well, today I'm thinking about taking my car, but what if my car doesn't start itself? And I'm not saying you're doing it that way, but I'm overdoing it so you can detect residues of that that are still too significant. It's got to be more pure. Do you want it? Get it core of masculinity you have two choices one if you dislike it drop it or stop bitching about it or second choice decide to change it and begin now and make it happen for you okay for you and that leads me to one simple before our final question of the evening one simple also core principle you got to understand uh, there's a natural flow of people. Uh, one exercise that may be pretty fun, I don't know if you guys ever did that, but uh, in, maybe in your youth, uh, when I was a kid, like I, I sold uh, what the program of a sports event at an event, you know, to gather money for our team. Girls, they sell Girl Scout cookie or something like Maybe even like find, go, uh, find some Girl Scouts. I've seen quite a few in Hollywood lately that are selling and observe from the distance the flow of people and notice how fucking surprised you are. The other morning I'm walking by and then there's one of the kids has like boxes of cookies and as an outfit. That made me laugh. I said, that deserves fucking cookies. I grab them and I give them to a homeless buddy of mine that's right there. A minute before that, you would have asked the mother that was there, like, what's going to happen in one minute? You got that homeless guy over there and you got the guy with the pink mohawk coming over there with his sunglasses and his cigarette. She would never have guessed that. No, the guy with the pink mohawk is going to laugh. He's going to congratulate the kid. He's going to grab the cookies, not even fucking look, not that for a moment, and boom, give it to the homeless. In a way, then the homeless won't bother you after that. So you observe the, the, the flow, and it might be one surprise after another. Suddenly, you may see like two stuck-up beauties passing by, and they, they won't even bother, and they don't even look. And then you may see, like, 
somebody that you thought was pretty actually friendly and so on. Also, don't bother, don't look. And, and it will go in all possible directions. So once you know that, know it also with beauties because there's a tendency to take it too personally. We talked about that with beauty. So the flow is always the same. If today you said, I'm only going to talk to men on the street and I'm going to ask a simple question, I'm going to ask them if they have a light or I'm going to ask them if they have a quarter for the meter and I'm going to, or I'm going to ask them for direction. And it's only going to be men. You're going to have one person who goes, no, I don't have a quarter, but let me see. Wow. Uh, and they're going to want to help you. You're going to have another person who goes, I can talk right now. You're going to have another person who will not even respond. And it's the same with beauty. So flow, that's to answer the question. Uh, if you want three girls, talk to 30, 40. But what prevents you? Your flow, the flow is too slow. Those guys who go like, I went out last night and I did three sets. Yeah, if all three sets were spectacular, all three sets took. Uh, but if you did three sets, um, you, th the rule would be this. If all you did was three sets at night, that means the third one, you went home with them. Or after the third one, you, you went back to number two or one, and you went home with them. See, you got to have a high standard of pickup, not to pressure, pressure yourself. Okay? If you did three and the third one, you didn't go home with them, you didn't at least secure like hanging out again, then you're not doing enough. Why would you, you're doing enough? Because you treat beauty as something that's too special. A great little simple starting point is always to make a comment and not expect anything. So uh, at the practical level, a simple exercise would be spot beauty, level one, spot beauty. So you walk around in a nightclub, you see a beauty, look at her and notice how it impacts you, how it makes you feel like, oh, I should, no, I can And then just ease your body, like a little meditation. Witness beauty and ease your body. Witness beauty and ease your body. It's one of the meditations that I will provide this weekend when we do our, our next event. And I'll let you know about it in just a second, okay? Uh, the uh, next stage will be pass by. And do the same exercise, but now with proximity. Third level is going to be pass by, do the same thing, and make a comment, but don't expect anything. Then it would be for go and ask for information or something and treat them as a human being and don't be notice your responses to beauty. And then from there, start doing interaction. Okay? So um, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do something very, very special. If you are listening to the recording, there's a link that comes with it that will allow you to be part of a very special event I'm doing this weekend. I'm going to take one more question, but off recording. So stay on for one final question off recording. I don't mind staying longer. I feel we got a good flow here. Now, um, so click on that link and you will find out more about Secrets of Aphrodite to Thrive with Tens, how to no longer be blinded by beauty, but see the human being, seduce the human being. It will consist of drills, techniques, most of all, the strengthening of your mindset and two hours bonus on top of the event that are going to be recorded. You can get the recording, um, watch live, the live stream or recording, and the two hours will be a series of short meditation for you to do in field that I've never done before. 
Uh, I've done them to myself, but never shared them with the public. To, to truly feel, feel at ease, to completely desensitize yourself. So to you, you'll laugh when another guy goes, oh my God, that's a 10. You'll be, <laughs> that's a fucking human being. Yeah, I like the shell. All right. So I end the recording right now.